Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Thursday, June 11th, or here in Jill on Moneyland. This is a very significant day. It is the first birthday of the um, associate producer of the show. And that would also be known as Mark's son. So we have survived one year. Mark and his lovely partner have managed to keep this child alive for a full year, thriving. See, you thought I was going to say something about the Federal Reserve meeting, but I'm not because it's not that interesting. Okay, I'm just kidding. It is interesting. And it's always interesting to hear Fed Chair Jerome Powell speak. But as we expected, interest rates remain at 0%, where they will be for quite some time. Meanwhile, we like to celebrate happy occasions because, gosh, it's it's a crazy time. And um, I'm not exactly celebrating that the stock market indexes are all continuing to make new highs and doing all sorts of wacky things. I'm talking about other parts of your financial life as well. So we'll celebrate with you. So if you have something to celebrate, let us know. But if you also need help, you should let us know. Email Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. And remember, we're doing these daily podcasts to help you to try to answer your questions. Over the weekends, we're going to try to give you some great interviews that I'm trying to conduct throughout the week. And soon enough, we'll be back to hearing your voices for real. And uh, we'll invite you to join me on the show. It's just that the schedules right now are so crazy. I never know when I'm going to get pulled away to do something else. So you are my priority right this second. Let's get to your questions. This is from Pat, who writes, I'm a 70-year-old widow and I own my own home. I have no mortgage, no bills. That's awesome. I have $55,000 of income and about $100,000 in savings, $200,000 in IRAs. I'd like a small vacation place where I grew up for part-time occupancy. I could buy a small house for around $100,000 or rent an apartment for about $750 a month. I can't decide what would be better for me. I figure the monthly outlay would be about the same. Renting, I'm throwing my money away. Buying, I've maintenance yard, etc. What to do? Pat, let me make this easy for you. Rent, rent, rent. Don't even think about it. First of all, I would hate for you to take that beautiful liquidity, that $100,000, and say goodbye to it. But more importantly, I don't think you're throwing your money away. You can rent. You can maybe find a different place. You might be able to find different areas. You might be able to find different opportunities. Why not keep your opportunities open? Why not keep your money in the bank? Rent, rent, rent. Easy. That's an easy one to start the day. Okay. Uh, Here's a question from Lisa who writes, I've heard uh, many conflicting reports about the CARES Heroes Act. Do you have any definitive news on a second stimulus check for individuals? It sure would be handy. Well, Lisa, no, there's no additional news. There is talk of a negotiation, but right now, no stimulus is coming your way. Um, not sure when that could happen, but uh, obviously talks in Congress are, are proceeding, but no hard news yet. Um, this is a question from Fred. If a company claims to be fiduciary, does it apply to the Inc or the LLC or whatever? Does it apply to all individuals who work there? Okay, Fred. Fiduciary just is is a standard of care with clients, which means the client's best interests have to come first. It usually applies to an individual, not necessarily to the firm itself. But if that company says, 
we are all, you should just ask, actually, we, you know, we are all held to the fiduciary standard. Maybe that's something you might've read, but I would just ask and, and the, the company and say, who is a fiduciary here? Is, is everyone subject and held to the fiduciary standard? Here we go. Randy writes, I wrote you a few weeks ago in regards to not getting my 2019 tax refund or my stimulus check. Good news. I got my stimulus check, but when I go to where's my refund, it tells me we cannot provide any info about your refund. My accountant filed electronically on March 3rd, 2020. She has not been very compliant with returning my calls regards to this. I have her EIN number on my tax form. I could use the refund. I was laid off on March 20th. Any advice, Jill? I love your emails. Love seeing you on CBS. Oh, Randy. Ugh. Gosh. I guess I would just be a squeaky wheel with the accountant and bug the crap out of her. That's how I tend to get noticed when people ignore me. And Randy, you know what else I would do? I would keep checking in at the, not every day, but every few days I would check in at the IRS website because I think that things are going to start cranking up, especially when the July 15th deadline starts rolling around. Okay. And this is the last uh, email from Danica who says, subject, a belated thank you. Oh, this is nice. Hi, Jill. It's been a few years since realizing that I wanted to send you a note of thanks. I've listened to you for years on WCCO in Minneapolis. I now realize that your speech at the, ha, this is interesting, but I now realize that your speech at the Financial Planning Association of Minnesota back in 2015 was a key event in where I am today. At that time, I was still a corporate type responsible for financial planning marketing. But at age 48, I was vaguely dissatisfied and not sure where to go. After a few sessions with a career counselor, I heard you speak and was curious to learn that a woman could be successful and a plain speaker in our industry. You also made me realize how much I enjoyed advising people and doing work that really matters to others. As you are aware, it's easy to get away from that core mission in the corporate puzzle palace. <laughs> Eight months later, the perfect opportunity came up as part of a succession plan with someone I had known for years, and I made the big leap from the regular corporate paycheck to working with clients. This summer marks the fourth anniversary, and while those years have been anything but smooth, including A, sudden death of my husband, oh dear, B, changing broker-dealers, C, the pandemic, D, markets economy, E, civil unrest in my city. I am still so thankful that I made the decision. Oh my God, this is great. Thank you for helping me see that there was a path and that taking it meant that I could be myself. I didn't realize that it was possible to look forward to the work week on a Sunday night. And when I start thinking that I need to be like someone else, thanks for being on the radio to remind me otherwise. I've definitely paraphrased your way of explaining a complex topic with clients because clarity and simplicity is always the best approach. Take care and thanks again. Mark, I'm going to cry. That is so nice. Oh my God. That was actually one of my favorite trips that I made when I went to um, to Minneapolis and then I ended up going south of Minneapolis to uh, a university down in Minnesota and it was a, just an amazing trip. And so what a... Wow, what a lovely note, and I thank you so much for sending it. It means so much to me, and uh, that's what we endeavor to do here. We want to be plain speaking, want to make sure that you get what you need, and um, I know I just got some big-time 
hands on my back. So someone just did something really nice for me, made me feel great. I encourage you all to do the same thing, to lift somebody up, to do something nice for someone else, to keep washing your hands and wearing your masks and maintaining your social distance and reminding yourself that we are in this together. And so if you need anything, we, Mark and I, are here for you. So just send us an email, askjill at jillonmoney.com, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening.